Welcome to the Cosmic Nurse Podcast. My name is Rosie and I will be your host. I have decided to step away from bedside nursing, retire my scrubs, and put on my cosmic cape. This podcast is about cosmic and earthly knowledge, centering around truth, justice, health, and spirituality. Humanity is hungry for more harmony, love, joy, peace, freedom, and leadership. In this pivotal time, I continue to be in service the best ways I know how, providing a place where people can get some mental and spiritual flossing. Here, you will find education, tools, guidance, and more. I invite you to think and feel outside the confines of the 3D world, seeing beyond the chaos to your bliss and more. Bendiciones. How's it going, familia? Gati here. I'm going to journey with you as we begin this IG Live series of the Path to Sacred Plants. I'm grateful to be joining in with my beautiful sister, my medicine sister, Rosie, and how we're going to be exploring a bit more. We're going to be touching in of how our journey has been within these beautiful sacred plant beings. And so, Coming in, let me go ahead and just welcome my beautiful sister in. Hey, hi, how's it going, hermano? Hey, my brother's here. Hi, hi Raphael. <laughs> so, yes, so let me go ahead. So, if you are familiar and what I'm referring to, sacred beings. Hey, hi. How's it going, Edmana? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing good. Checking out your background. Okay. I love you too, brother. <laughs> I'm with the elements. You know, they wanted to be up here and front and center. So I have to honor that. So if anyone knows my beautiful medicine sister, Rosie, she is a registered nurse, but she is also a soul that has been journeying with plants for a few years now. And so I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Rosie. Hi, thank you. So yeah, I have been a nurse for quite some time, like 12, 13 years or something. And it was not too long after I became a nurse that I realized and I had known that there was some things that needed to be uncovered in my journey for healing. And so I started look, thinking and looking for something. I really wasn't sure what I was looking for, to be honest. And one day I, you know, just was in a deep space of like contemplation and I decided to just ask spirit like I need something bring me something I need I don't know what it is but I need something and sure enough I ended up with a soul who was a roommate and um, helped open some doors for me and I ended up working with grandmother medicine which is ayahuasca and I've been working with her for about eight or ten years now more you know very um we'll definitely go into that part of the journey Yes. And then, you know, I stayed with the nursing for a while. And then I jumped on and to study things outside of the medical world, like Ayurveda, and, you know, coming and awakening to my gifts. And of course, you know, now working with uh, plant medicine, or, you know, it's psychedelics as a integration coach and specialist. So help people prepare for their journeys. Yeah, about it, <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> 
And that's a little quickie too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my beautiful sister, Rosie, she also has a podcast called The Cosmic Nurse. And so what's beautiful is that she blends in and bridges this journey, right? As far as like from seeing it from the Western medicine to even seeing it from the Eastern medicine. So not just of Ayurveda, but even the journey you have been with sacred plants. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the podcast is the platform is uh, truth, justice, health and spirituality. So it really covers a large variety of things relating to spirituality, to healing, to just things that are really coming out more um, with like full disclosure and alternative ways of healing and living and really being in your truth and really providing a place where you can awaken whatever level you are at. Awesome. Yeah. So if you haven't tuned into our podcast, there's a few of it in there from interviewing me to me even interviewing her. So there's a whole bunch of medicine there. So Familia, we're going to be diving into the path to sacred plants. And this is going to be a series. And the intentions of the series is for us to go ahead and share how it's been within our journey. Journeying with these plant beings has began not even like looking for it. It actually came forward for myself. It began almost about almost about 12 years, 12 years. And it wasn't like me searching. It was something that just actually came into my environment, came into my space. And so if you have been finding yourself on a journey or curious, or it's been in the conversations of psychedelics from even like psilocybin, mushrooms, and all these other, how can I even say it? Like it's so many, there's so many, there's so many beings and, (laughs) and the common one is also cannabis and I'm, I'm going to definitely bring in cannabis too. So it's in there. It's a plant being. So when we're going to be going into this IG Live series, we're going to go ahead and share and journey through this. But first off, sharing how our journey began. All right. So, Hermana, I know you were just starting off of sharing a bit of how your journey began. And it sounds like it was in a position where you were asking. Now, how did you know as far as asking, like what, where did that even surface for you to even ask for additional support? Well, I didn't know what I was asking for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's number one. All I knew is that I had been in a state of suffering mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually for quite some time. And I'd been avoiding it, you know, with a number of things. And so I didn't know what I was asking for. I know that I'd had a meditation practice already. I had been working on breath work, doing yoga, changing my diet. And those were the things that kind of the impetus to like the stages, because for many of us that are on a healing journey, are on a journey on awakening, on a journey in general, whether we want to be awakened or looking for something and don't really know what that is it's a progression, you know, it's a step by step thing, whether they are in awareness that it's a step by step, it's a process later on, you get retrospectiveness, and you realize that it was like, okay, this happened. And then that happened. (laughs) And then it's like, and the next thing you know, you're over here, like, whether you dive into working with 
the really powerful psychedelics like 5-MeO-DMT or cannabis or, you know, LSD or ketamine or, you know, MDMA, there's so many, then it you'll realize that like it's been a progression. And so it was a progression and it really fell into my life without me even knowing that was coming into my space. So you mentioned that you started off with breath work. You started off with your diet. Is that right? Correct. Yes. I started out, you know, in a deep space of meditation where a lot of things began to unravel, like a lot of things were becoming into my awareness, um, you know, through the release of DMT, you know, for our people that are listening, there are breaths that you can do for long extended periods of time that will release DMT from your brain, from your nervous system and provide like a type of lucid experience or a experience that might make it seem almost psychedelic, you know, and psychedelic for a lot of people who do it, you know, a certain way. And so I was already experiencing some, you know, mystical, I was having mystical experiences. And I'd had mystical experiences as a young girl and throughout my life. So that wasn't really new. It was more of a, oh, okay, that's there. Okay, I don't know what to do with it. Okay, next, you know, but then it became apparent, like what it was opening and showing me, you know, what I was learning. So, and it's so funny, we brought up Bufo and there's a frog having something to say about that. (laughs) So that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, So if it is frog medicine. Yeah, toad. Mm -hmm. And of course, again, we'll go down the line of the journey. We sure will. (laughs) sacred plant beings and where these medicines are rooted from. So, okay. So yeah. So Rosie, so you started with your own practice. You started with your meditation, with your sense of coming back to yourself before it even expanded your space and your consciousness to explore these other plant beings. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So it was beautiful and just kind of really hearing on your journey it was very similar to me. Mine started with my diet. Mine started with my health and how my body was speaking and sharing in a sense of like, hey, come back to me because I would experience pain. I was overweight, over about 50 pounds overweight. And I was experiencing pain at such a young age, at the age about like 20, 21 years old. And doctors were like medicating me and wanting to medicate me. And what I'm grateful for the journey that I was on at that time was that my partner at the time was like, hold on, like, we're not going to go ahead and be on medications for the rest of our lives. Right. Let's go ahead and look into this. So that rippled effect into me becoming aware of how food is medicine. Ripple effecting into me losing or releasing all of this heaviness, all of this numbness that was sitting in my body awakening and bringing me into a path with my partner at the time of practicing movement. And we're talking about like back in 2006, right? 2006, where we're practicing movement, Qigong, yoga, and then meditation. I remember like the first time I seen my partner meditating. And it was so funny because I was like, are you worshiping the devil? Like what's going on? (laughs) And great is that, you know, my because that awareness began to open up 
there was this level of trust with with him. And so I'm going to say this because when we have this level of trust with another soul, it allows us to kind of like really fall back and like, okay, let me witness. And that may not be intentionally, but there's a part of you that opened up your awareness to embrace this knowing. And so as we continue now, granted, I will say that I had also had connection. Like I was, I was experienced with cannabis. So I was experienced with cannabis for years and the more aware I became, slowly I began to recognize that I was abusing the medicine. And then that's when at that time, I remember like me and my partner at the time, we were doing meditation, we were doing yoga, my whole life shifted where I even went into the path of holistic studies where originally I was about to become a parole officer, had my criminal justice degree, all of that. Life literally like flipped where what went from like, okay, maybe parole officer, isn't it? Maybe it's forensic psychology. Like I started just like becoming aware of knowing there's more, there's more. And it showed up through the intellect, not so much in a reference of my like my emotional body was releasing and moving spiritual body was awakening by bridging it through practices right then my intellectual body needed sense of what was happening in my life i say and i layer this because this is what we're experiencing in life when you recognize like this whole knowing that comes in like oh my gosh i experienced this retreat my gosh i experienced this event i don't know what life is anymore Right. And then we start identifying, oh, shoot, we're back in the matrix. I don't know what life is anymore. So and so rolling into my psychology program, my holistic psychology program, holistic specifically, I'm going to say, because we had to journey in through the body, mind and spirit. And by exploring this even more. I'm grateful for my teachers within this program because they journeyed and they actually did trips to Ecuador and sat with the original people in Ecuador. And this is like back in 2009, right? So again, this took time. This took time. And I'm saying this from a space of knowing that your life, it takes time. It's a process. Mm -hmm. As you are more aware, as you continue to explore this relationship of this knowing. and then one of my one of my courses, transpersonal psychology, we had to experience something that was known as ceremony. And then that's why I was like, okay, and we which we already were becoming aware of meditate like I already had a relationship with meditation, had a like a knowing with the um energy work with Reiki. I became a Reiki practitioner back in 2010. And then automatically aligned my first journey intentionally journey was with peyote Mm. and that's where i was like what is happening here this is a circle of people that are in prayer overnight this trance of dream trance and so it was unknown yet it was known there was something familiar in this space and so when I started like sitting with it, because it was all night, it was an all nighter and then waking up like, because you're actually supposed to be awake. But I remember like so tired, 
because that's another thing like that medicine peyote like the sacred medicine is also meant to bring you into the dream world but then still being awake Mm -hmm. so so peyote was that opening where it's that set intentions knowing that granted at that time i decided to pause cannabis because i recognized that i was abusing it and Mm. so i had cannabis for over a year at that time which then created a new meaning for me of these sacred plant beings that takes us into a space that allows us to experience a new way of of relating right and and so that you know is where it slowly started trickling in slowly where the person that was actually facilitating the peyote he was from colombia you know, and then and I started slowly learning even more where peyote was really rooted in and then learning even more and understanding, but not so much of wanting to continue, continue to be in ceremony, but more of like, where did this begin? What is the intentions of this space? And so I share this part because, you know, through the series, we will even touch on why is it that so many people journey and want to be in ceremony? And they end up finding a like wanting to always no, I gotta go to the next ceremony, next ceremony, you know, like right. coming back into just being in ceremony and not actually acknowledging the journey. So we'll go into that in the later sure. later mm-hmm. part. But I want to share that part, my first experience, and you know, have you come in at Manak and you know, if you feel the flow of your first experience of sitting. I would say that my first, I mean, I have been in the world of psychedelics since like a teenager, you know, as a teenager, but not intentionally. I started to realize things back then that, you know, because my first, my very first entheogen official, like full on like trip was with grandfather LSD. And, you know, that was back in the 80s late 80s early 90s and you know the setting wasn't quite <laughs> what you know it was what it was i mean i had phenomenal experience and then i began to, you know work a little bit with uh psilocybin and you know but doing it more you know in nature and somewhere where i can experience the elements but my my i would say my really deep more intentional i'm wanting healing and i want to expand my consciousness and and see see what's out there was with ayahuasca and that was in 2013 2014 and i was with the santo daimi church and it was you know, an experience that went on for like eight hours or something because they do really these really long ceremonies and it was really powerful. It was really powerful. And I went back to the time of when I was, you know, an indigenous person with the buffalo and back in the tombs of Egypt. And I mean, it was like really bringing online, helping me to remember all these parts of my soul fragments to start to kind of go, Hey, these are things. And this is something we'll dive into more as well. Like, what does it all mean? You know, all these parts and pieces are to come to your awareness and these really heightened states of being. 
And I knew then that this was not the first time that this soul, this matter, this this being had experienced this. And I didn't, I could not really put a context to it or really make anything out of it because, you know, then really, there was really not a lot of intentional people doing integration work, you know, and this is another topic, you know, just throwing that in for people to kind of know that that is something we're going to dive into more and the importance of that and why that. So I was not really well equipped or I would say, you know, properly prepared, you know, in hindsight. I later started looking into it and studying it more because I'm, I come from a science background, you know, being a nurse and I want to understand the pathophysiology and the science and mechanism. It was, you know, not just like, you know, yeah, it's all in my head stuff, but it's also like trying to make sense in a way to like what's happening in the body and in the spirit. And then it was very fragmented. And, you know, even though the community that I was a part of was a beautiful community, very supportive in many ways. And I was able to really have a type of integration, you know, after the ceremony and talk about what I experienced and bring myself back into my body, so to speak. And then I just wanted more because it was like it had opened the doors wide open to my awakening and my, my other another level of awakening. And that's something else that we want to touch on too is levels of awakening because you have an initial awakening that happens at, with some impetus as a child like I've had out-of-body experiences as a child like I don't know what the hell is happening to me I just had an out-of-body experience you know I'm like when you're eight years old and 12 years old you're like you think something's wrong with you and you don't want to talk about it you know now we can talk about these things and not feel like we're being like made to feel crazy and so that's another thing, too. That's another little nugget with integration. And now people are different. They feel like they don't fit in. And how do we do that? How do we go back? And how do we, you know, have a life, a semblance of life? And that's another part, component of our series that, you know, I wanted to bring into the space. Well, thank you so much, Edmana. Yeah, so this per first part, you know, I know it is important to even acknowledge the first sittings that we've had, intentional sittings that we sat in ceremony, and then also even the unconscious ones, the ones that we weren't intentionally having, because at the end of the day, our soul chose to cross paths with these plant beings, right? You mentioned LSD. I mentioned how my first one was with cannabis unintentional and then even with ecstasy. Right. You know? And it, right. it was even before becoming aware yeah. as far as these sacred journeys that our bodies experience with these sacred ancient beings. And again, we'll go into further into of how and why they're even here. Right. Like their purpose here, their intentions of being here. I think know? it's really interesting what you said about even the unintentional ones, because I'd had several of those and they are all equally as important, mm -hmm. as you said. Mm -hmm. And even though I didn't know, there was a part of me that knew something, yeah. you know, there was that soul recognition. There was that part of my, my genetic makeup that knew that there was something beyond this 
reality. And I didn't know how to coin it or phrase it at the time. But I knew my soul knew something. And I was I am the kind of personality that I don't give up easily on certain things when I feel it in my core, even though I didn't connect it in that way to my body. Something was happening viscerally, somatically, there was something happening, even at the age of like, 12 or 13, when I smoked my first joint. And, you know, at the age of like 16, when I did my first dip with MDMA, and then on and on and on, you know, because it was again, it was a progression, you know, and then it's like, okay, I know what this is, but it feels really good. And I see beyond this world and I see things that, I, you know, so it, it's all important because it all plays a part into, you know, bringing us to that state of oneness, you know, to that state of all to that, even though I didn't know what the hell zero point was, but it was bringing me to touch in on what that is. And those still moments when I wasn't like, you know, jumping in a pool or running through the forest or something like that, there was something that was still bringing me back to that womb center of earth and bringing me to this space of like, remember, Mm -hmm. you know, you are just more than flesh and bone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what continued to spark my curiosity. You know, so like, even as you speak, I'm like thinking, I'm like, wow, this series can really go on because we have the part of curiosity that brings Mm -hmm. sacred plant beings into these inner journeyings, into this also out of body that it has us experience. It also brings us into a space of numbness, of numbing this human existence and knowing there's something more. So there's these different relations. And just like how you mentioned, like these levels of consciousness, these layers of existence that we experience with these plant beings and how often are we acknowledging it? And how often are we also making sure that it's not arrived into an abusive state, meaning the purpose of the plant being, being there, actually brings its essence, its purpose, its spirit of why it's here in this third dimensional realm, right? Why it has its own manifestation for us to sit with it. Exactly. So there is so much that is like coming into mind and heart because it's from there's yeah, there's so much I can even think of right now from that numbness, from that exploration, from that next level of consciousness. Right. And that expansion, right? That expand of knowing that are more. So, you know, as this first part, this is the first part. And, you know, we want to really you know, honor this process and give deep gratitude for the opportunity that that our soul has been on and to recognize what is balance and what's in balance when we look at our relationship with these plant beings. And of course, witnessing those first experiences, right? Then coming back and being like, okay, if I am sitting with a sacred plant, recognizing that every plant is sacred okay either if it's man-made or or not yeah it's plant being that you are ingesting and it's creating or doing or 
helping you come back to balance. It is a plant being that is there to support you in this journey. If there's anything else, Edmana, that you want to touch on before we close, because this is our part one, and we'll go into part two. And if there's any questions, also anyone uh, listening right now, or if you're catching the replay, please share any questions that you have in reference to journeying with plants. Yeah, I would say that if you choose to listen to this series, which I highly encourage you to do, because it's going to be very juicy, that you come with an open heart, you know, you come with an open heart because something drew you to this space. And whether we realize it or not, we are all co-creating in the quantum field. Okay. And one of the things that I wanted to bring in, which will, that this is an expanded, just drop in seed right now is that through time, wherever you may be in your journey, whether you have journeyed with these plant beings, plant teachers, or you are thinking about it, it's somehow been in your space. The fact that you are here or you are listening to the replay is an indicator that this being, this energy, this frequency that we, you know, are somehow in touch with, maybe not on this reality, the third dimension, but in another reality your relationship and that cohesive space of the quantum is where these all these energies exist, you know, and it's just all they're doing is peeling back the layer of this reality, the opening up the veils of illusion for you to go to that place where you once knew that being. Thank you, Edmana. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So... You know, as we will be announcing our part two and that will be coming up, definitely tune tune into our stories. And what I would love to leave with Yang as well is to acknowledge your, the spaces you have sat with plant beings, with plant teachers, with these sacred beings. Even if it was something that wasn't intentional, acknowledge it because a part of you needed that spirit of that plant with you and needed that moment to either even check out but then now that it's coming into your space and into your awareness now and if even if you are finding yourself sitting with this plant regularly sit back check in and be like all right am i needing to adjust of how i'm sitting with it Why am I choosing to continue to sit with it regularly every day or a few times a day? And as we go into the series, we'll go in further of how can we create and build this relationship, a balanced relationship with these beautiful sacred plant teachers. Mm -hmm. So Beautiful. Thank you so much, Familia. And stay tuned as we'll be announcing our part two of this journey. Bendiciones. Bendiciones. See you next time. It has been my joy and honor to share space with you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. My heartfelt intentions are to be in service. And for those who continue to be curious and seeking ways to thrive, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to my channel on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. For more, you can find me at rosymedina.com. 
My IG is the underscore cosmic nurse. And on Facebook, I'm the cosmic nurse. Thank you. And until next time, ciao.